Damn, what's going on, guys? Eggman, your boy, John Egger. <coughs> back with another, sorry, back with another episode of Eggcast. Episode number five. I figured I'm just like, I'm sitting here, I'm waiting on um, a little bit of Mary Jane. So I thought, you know, I'll make another episode. I tried to get Sean to come through, but he's at school. It's like 10 in the morning. It's March 27th, 10 a.m., 10.05. And, you know, I don't know. Really don't have a ton to talk about, but, you know, I'm chilling. Uh, I went back to school on Monday, so that's been cool. Um, Just, you know, trying to keep on top of my work. I'm a little distracted by, you know, good things, but trying to stay on task and then um I don't know I'm excited there's a um Rowan is offering a class within my concentration called writing comedy and I'm really excited to take that because like I'm trying to I was writing a lot of stand-up or like this time last year and like I never went on stage or anything like I never I never got um never really got out there. I think I'm going to wait to do that until I'm 21 just because of the dynamic of clubs and I don't the fact that I don't want to um I don't want to be kicked out as soon as I get done my set. Like I want to be able to enjoy myself and just I want to feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Cuz I feel like if you're a good comedian, you're a good comedian, but there's still that uncomfortability there when you have to I mean, when you're a kid, it's kind of cute like when you're like 13, 14, whatever if you're performing but when you're like 19 when you're like right before that age they're like look at this fucking young douchebag like i'd rather wait until i can walk in there and just kind of do my thing you know what i mean rather than like be with like my dad or something no nothing against him or anybody else but just like it's just a strange dynamic but yeah i'm waiting once i get 20 once i turn 21 i definitely got to get on stage like i'm going to either make myself or somebody is going to make me get on stage but probably gonna just make myself but I guess I can write material for a while and just kind of see how I do and I'm sure I can get out there like here and there maybe at like certain events and stuff before I turn 21 like I'm sure I can get out there but as far as like comedy clubs go I'm you know gonna wait till I'm of age to be there cause like I mean as a as a stand up comedian like you're the one with the microphone because you're commanding the room. Everybody is listening to your voice. It's a rhetorical performance, a rhetorical presentation of you. And really it's like it's like anything. Like it kind of reminds me of just like ancient like, you know, Greek and Roman times when people would be meeting in the forum and like somebody's controlling the crowd. You know what I mean? Like I feel like most comedians are naturally even the ones who seem shy and like self really self-deprecating are naturally um how do i say sorry i'm trying to stay on task i'm like um (laughs) the ones that are uh the ones that are naturally like even if they're you know or what i'm trying to say is comedians even the ones that are weird and like they act awkward and self-deprecating they're naturally like leaders because the in a room they're the one who's conducting you know what I mean like I feel like that's I feel like that's how a lot of people are like they're just natural born like type leaders and like they're you know because think about just like just think about any situation like the leader is the one speaking to the mass to the masses to the crowd and stand-up is the same thing I mean it's not exactly the same thing you're just you're telling stories and you're telling jokes and you know 
you're giving people you're giving people something to relate to and to laugh about but it's you know the dynamic is similar as far as just controlling the crowd and like I've always it's weird because I've always known that I liked doing that I've always kind of known that I liked putting content out even when I was like little I was trying to get into the YouTube game and like obviously never went anywhere with it but like when I was little I was trying to like get into that and then I had some videos with some views like I had this one I was like into like fourth grade this is on my old channel I deleted all the videos but in like fourth grade I made a video of me and my sh my goalie equipment my street hockey stuff and I was like in like my mom's room or something like because there was hardwood they had hardwood floors and I was um doing like the butterfly and like getting back up I was just getting up and going down and getting back up for like two minutes straight that was the whole video and it got like I mean it didn't get a lot of views but it got like something like 20,000 views it's like pretty impressive for what it was I mean I was nine like I was like I thought that was cool but besides that I mean I have, haven't really had much exposure because I mean I haven't really tried to do much but that's all kind of changing now like I mean you know I'm going to I'm a writing arts major I go to school for writing and I'm probably going to concentrate in creative writing because like for a while I was like I don't want to specialize because like why not keep your options open and practical good job which like is all good for when you're starting out because I feel like you should build up some money for like starting out like you shouldn't because like obviously as a comedian like you spend forever just being poor you know what I mean like you spend forever before you if, if you and ever do like become successful and like kind of make it a little bit so to speak but like also fuck that because I want to do what I love but I don't know you can still do that and do other things to support yourself or other people and you know there's no problem with that So, I guess I shouldn't shut that door, but, you know, definitely passionate about my future, my goals. Sorry I'm talking so much about myself, it's just, you know, I'm the only one here, I mean, but, you know, it's chilling. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, it's springtime now, it's beautiful out. I think it's fucking cold today though new jersey dude you never know in new jersey like i saw something on facebook the other day it was like welcome to new jersey winter is at 6 a.m um spring is at 10 a.m summer is at 2 p.m and fall is at 4 30 so dress accordingly which like that's some real shit but yeah it's gonna be like 50 later right now it's like 42 so i guess it's warming up a little bit that's pretty cool i'm gonna lower this so i can kneel against my desk even though that's not really a good posture to keep I really don't give a fuck but if my back is fucked anyway honestly I have like those shoulders like that come way forward like like um Conor McGregor shoulders like if you ever look at like I'll pull up a picture and I don't really think it's even from like punching and st stuff cause like I work the bag a lot and like you know I kind of spar sometimes with, like, friends, but, um, like, if you, I think it's just, like, a genetic thing. I mean, it's a lot of tightness, obviously, and stuff, too, but I think 
it's just like a genetic disposition, like as far as like a position. Like look at his like look at his shoulders. They're like really far forward. I wonder what they're saying about it on like bodybuilding.com. Bodybuilding.com is such a Chad um, website, such a meathead forum, but there's also some pretty knowledgeable people on here, and it's just like interesting to see like anatomical, like different like anatomical pathologies, or I don't know if they're if it would be considered a pathology, but just like just like you know traits. It looks weird, like someone clipped his shoulders and chest onto a skinny body. Maybe it's his posture. It's he like does only workouts to build chest, shoulder straps. Yeah, but how do you not notice how far forward his fucking like shoulders sit though? Because that's the whole thing. And I mean, he's obviously he's gonna be somewhat fit. Like it's not like a fucking like he's a fucking UFC fighter, but. Someone said, looks like a poverty chest with minimal upper chest mass to me. Dude, he's a fucking... He'll beat the piss out of you. Bodybuilders are so gay. That's why he got the tat. Like, this... I'm uh, sorry. I thought these were gonna be, like... I thought these were gonna be fucking... That's just, like, a troll. Rounded shoulders of peace. He needs to do rear delt raises. Flies. I do those. For someone obsessed with human movement, he sure has awful posture. Facts. But you know what? It's kind of hard to get rid of that. And Conor McGregor honestly inspires me because to see someone with fucking shoulders like that, that fucking bend forward and like. I try not to hunch over, like, I try not to be, like, a fucking hunchback with the forward head posture and shit, but, like, if you see my mom, her shoulders are the same way, and she was a, you know, she was a fucking IFBB, uh, women's physique fucking bodybuilder, but, like, and her shoulders are the fucking same way, like, they sit forward, and I think I'm more self-conscious about it than people, like, notice, but, just like that, like... Invisible lats syndrome of peace. He's not a bodybuilder. He trains for his sport. If that were the case, he w wouldn't have trained his chest and like he does upper back. Surrounded shoulders make that very obvious. Athletes training their chest is worthless. Dude, he has that posture because he fucking throws punches all day. And he's and if you ever watch him punch, his shoulder like subluxates or whatever. Like f like like fucking almost dislocates from its socket because he's like extending that reach with the pec minor like fuck Ow. I just think that's retarded shit I keep saying retarded look I'm I don't care I'm gonna say it like it's not directed towards anybody I mean they don't like nobody ever like Tom Segura put it best like Nobody ever says that, like, hey, look at that guy. Like, it's, like, just uh, describing something. And nobody even, I might add, I'm pretty sure nobody in, like, the medical field or the professional, you know, and, and no, nobody who works professionally with um, disabled and menti mentally handicapped people uses that term. So, like, 
it doesn't have to be associated with that. Like, it can just be something. Like, because, like, you know, you just read something. Like, everybody does that when you're fucking on Facebook and, like, when your asshole, like, friends, wives, or, like, a husband or just some douchebag, like, says something and you're just like, look at this fucking retarded, like, post or this retarded person. Like, you guys know what I'm talking about. Genetics transfer M. Transfer MMA. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of genetics. He doesn't train shows. He would do these strength and conditioning lifts. Genetics around his shoulders from years of boxing, so all you would know. He seems to have the perfect body for fighting. People, <laughs> this guy knows. People, fucking lol at people thinking fighters want to build muscle. They're trying to cut every ounce of useless weight they can. That's true. Yeah, bro, these guys are retarded. Lol, no. McGregor has a clear case of pronation and invisible lat syndrome. Rounded shoulders come from something like a slashing at a desk for years. From overtraining chest. Professional fighters, it's likely every day was chest day for the man with the tiger belly tattoo. Dude, this guy's a fucking retard. Like, when you punt... <sighs> See, that's... That's that's definitely coming from a person who's never thrown, like, a punch or a proper punch. Like... He wants to be a Chael Sonnen meets Nick Diaz, Michael Bisping type personality, and it's quite annoying. But to each their own. This is back in 2015. Lots of fighters have... This previous guy, or Jordan B, you're an idiot. I mean, it's exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm slashing at a desk, but still. I also try to open up. Lots of fighters have rounded shoulders associated striking instead of boxing. He said he doesn't see the point in weight training when he could spend that time working on technique or sparring. His chest would look a lot better if it was if every day was chest day. He's also never had a desk job in his life. I know when you don't like a fighter, you build up some psychotic personal hatred towards him, but please try and relax. <laughs> Protracted shoulders happens from a tight chest, lower ab muscles, and lengthened back secondary muscles. His length tension relationship looks very off. Can if you seriously think striking promotes rounded shoulders, you are delusional. I think it's less of what he does exercise wise and just how he carries himself. Most men pushing their shoulders forward makes them look bigger from the front. Most men think, oh, 
thought that was directed at you, it definitely was. So you think people pushing their shoulders forward can lead to posture issues but rounding your shoulders for hours and hours on end when training can't? Obviously not all fighters do this, but I'll link a shitload of pictures tomorrow. Yeah, that's so true though, because when you fucking bodybuild, like all you, when you do train chest, all you do is round your shoulders forward. And then like yesterday I did back, so I was pulling back. But you know. Like this shoulder sits a little far forward, a little farther forward than this one. But it's just fucking dumb, man. Yeah, but look at his shoulders, like that's insane. Mine are like honestly not far off, like but I mean a normal person would look at him and be like, What the fuck? Like he's in great shape. What are you talking about? Like but look at his shoulders, like look at the way his chest sits. Like if I just look up like rounded because like naturally my my straight standing posture is curvy so like they would be like what the fuck like do be like that.
kind of just hold my shoulders back. I don't really give myself a choice. But the fact that he can bring his fucking hand all the way around is insane. With my shoulder mobility is nowhere close. And I think a lot of that comes from just like building up like back muscle and shit too. Like, I'm gonna go on YouTube. What are we at? 21. I'm not going to do this one that much longer. I'm just going to... I'll probably end it once, um... Once my marriage is on its way. I don't even know. This will be, a, like, a good little short podcast. Though. You get to hear me talk about a couple things. You know how it be. YouTube be lagging. You know how that shit be. Um... I want to see if I can find Arnold training back. Just because I was doing T-bar rows yesterday, and I want to watch, like, how he was doing them. Or lat pulldowns. I was doing lat pulldowns, too. I mean, there's only really one way to do them properly, but it's just cool. Because he's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. We have similar names. Mine's just Egger. He's Schwarzenegger. Excited to go to class today. It's just gonna be a good ass Wednesday. Hope everybody out there has a good ass Wednesday. This probably isn't gonna come out till like Thursday, but I hope you have a good ass Thursday or whenever you watch. I hope you have a good day. Damn those old um. I don't know if you guys can see that. I don't know if this if my. Nah, you can see that. Yeah, you can see like the whole screen. Dope. That um old school oh shit just kind of knocked into the mic a little bit, but like that old school um fucking lat pull down machine with like the circular plates and the the grips like that that's so cool. Bodybuilding is a crazy sport because it's very aesthetic and not crazy functional. And, like, I do a lot of isometrics as well as just, like, functional fitness. But, I don't know. Just one of those crazy things, especially, I mean, it's a commitment, you know what I mean? There's no dabbling bodybuilders who actually bodybuild and, like, compete, like... Joe Rogan, Dorian Yates. <sighs> Dude, I'm so tired already. I hit like a few things to tea, but I got up kind of early this morning. I would have slept in if I knew my day was gonna, my morning was gonna kind of go like this because I haven't really been doing any work. Um, I have this assignment due today. I think we're workshopping it today, and um, I think we're workshopping it in my rhetorics class but I'm pretty sure it's due today I mean I'm pretty much done it I think he wants I don't know if he wants like if he says anything today that he specifically wants that I didn't include I'm gonna do it but it just be like that like 
Damn, that's crazy. I saw a picture. It was NHL on NBC tweet. And it says Devin Dubnik, he's the goalie for the Minnesota Wild of the NHL. He says says he's been using the same throat guard since he was 17 and he's 32. And that's funny because then Andrew Raycroft retweeted that. He was a goalie in the NHL for a long time. And he said, I wore the same goalie jock I got when I was 12 for my entire career. Had to add another one when I went pro. My great equipment guys always curse me having to sew it back together. And that's funny because I did the same thing. Like, I, um... I used to wear, I would just, when I was, up until I was like 11 or 12, I would always kind of just wear like a player jock in that, like I would just wear a cup, and then um, when I was around 12, I got a goalie jock, and like it's still the one that I have today, like it's, you know, I wear it over the player cup, so I wear two cups, but that's crazy, because like, goalies are like that with like little pieces of gear, like obviously, pad, I mean everybody likes pads and stuff too, so like, eventually people will get new shit but a lot of times that stuff wears out you know what i mean but something like a cup or like a neck guard or like something that oh i'm getting gassy it's 10:30 a.m. it's my gassy time i guess i'm going to start scheduling when i when to have gas and shit it just came out of like both ends like vigorously randomly but look I think I'm just fucking tired, which is crazy because it's like early in the morning, but it just be like that sometimes. I've been listening to a lot of Oliver Francis, shout out to Oliver Francis. Oh, that fart was so disgusting. And I think I'm, I've been eating MCT oil, I've been putting it on my, on my, um, my eggs. And apparently Joe Rogan said that makes you gassy. I hate to reference Joe Rogan, the most basic thing I could do as the host of a podcast. But it'd be like that. It do. Ah, oh, jeez. I'll go for a few more minutes. Stop the 30 mark. Something like that. I don't know. Jeez. <sighs> Yo, I know there's not that many people watching and listening to this, but um, for those who are, like, um, I'd really appreciate it if you just like liked the video and subscribed, maybe. And if you want to comment, just let me know how you're doing. Like, I kind of want to hear like what you guys are thinking and like what you guys want me to talk about. So like, just comment on this podcast like what you want me to say in the next podcast or what you want me to cover and you know whether I'm by myself or with friends like you know with other people I'll do that I'll do exactly that and that'll be cool so you know oh damn I really gotta take a shit so I think I'm actually just gonna wrap it up now but you know cool short little podcast I appreciate um whoever's still listening and yeah peace uh, have a happy, healthy day. Go do something, motherfucker. I'm out.